Welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. I'm your host, Jessica Green, board-certified integrative nutrition health coach, detoxification educator, and former sustainable building expert. This show is all about detoxing your body, mind, and environment so you can have the optimum vibrant health you want. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. Today, we're going to talk all about the gut. And you might be wondering why I'm talking about or why we're talking about uh, gut health uh, on a detoxing program. Uh, And the reason is because our gut is filled with a, a very large microbiome that helps to break down heavy metals and other chemicals Uh, that the body can't or shouldn't be using. And when our gut starts to break down, uh, health-wise, it's harder for our body to get rid of these materials. So it's really important that whenever you're embarking on a detoxing program, like a heavy metal detox or a liver cleanse, it's really important that your gut is in optimum shape. So to help learn a bit more about how to create a healthy gut, Uh, I've got Christina Tidwell here with me. She's a fellow health coach and a registered nurse and the owner and founder of Live Well with Christina, a holistic health and nutrition coaching practice specializing in serving clients with chronic autoimmune disease. She believes in the power of food and aims to help people take control of their health through diet lifestyle shifts, and personal empowerment. Thank you, Christina, for being here today. It's really lovely to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So um, today I've got a few questions I'm just dying to ask you. Uh, But first, I'd love you to tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you go from being a registered nurse to a health coach? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I um, I have been a nurse for about eight years or so, and I did my training in cardiothoracic intensive care, and I worked in long-term patient rehabilitation and palliative care, and most recently worked as a cardiac care nurse. And as I was, you know, working in, I got into this profession so I could help people heal. It's really been my own experience with chronic autoimmune disease that I've been dealing with since I was about 18, that I first started interacting with the healthcare system and trying to find ways to make myself feel better and feel healthy. And so it was interacting with that system that I really felt like, okay, I I have some sort of calling here. I need to help people navigate this system because of you know what I've learned and what I've seen in my own experience and working as a nurse in the conventional setting for a while I was you know I learned so much about our bodies and how they work and how our medical system works but I was really seeing the ways in which those with chronic uh, chronic illness of all kind um, weren't necessarily getting the support that they needed within our current system so you know, I was working with a lot of people where I was, you know, giving 
medications and helping post-surgery and all of this. And all I could think was, I just really, really need to be supporting people before they get to this place. So it was funny. I was actually cleaning out um, a bunch of files yesterday, like doing a new year kind of purge of things. And I came across a journal I had written in my first year of nursing where I was clearly in this mind of like, okay, I want to be working in nursing and healthcare, but this doesn't feel good. This is, there's something different. And I just, I couldn't, I wrote down all the things that I liked about nursing and, or areas that I could see myself working in. <laughs> clearly, like I was having an existential crisis then. And the things I wrote down were supporting people to figure out their diet, supporting people to figure out lifestyle, a supportive lifestyle, helping people manage chronic illness, like long-term management of care, preventative medicine, education, all these things that I was not necessarily doing in my day-to-day. -day. So that was a funny thing to see yesterday, but it's really my own experience and then working in that system and knowing that there's a different way um, has really what's guided me to start my business and work with clients how we do now. That's really wonderful and how fun to find that old journal and see, oh my gosh, this is exactly what you ended up doing. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was pretty funny to kind of read through all of that. I was just like, I could see myself knowing that I wanted to do something different, but I couldn't figure out the how, right? So it was just mm -hmm. seeing that and then it took it took years after that to do what I'm doing now. but. Yeah, it was cool to see that. Oh, that's great. Um, well, so why don't we jump right into sort of the meaty part of the discussion. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, the connection between gut health and chronic disease, including autoimmunity? I think uh, everyone could benefit from learning a bit more about that connection and becoming more aware of how their um, digestive system really plays a role in chronic health conditions. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And yeah, you're right. It's not usually the first thing we think about. You know, we, we really tend to only think about our digestive system if we have food poisoning or stomach flu or something is going wrong and we're acutely like, oh yeah, whoa, something's going on here. Um, but when we think about other things like chronic autoimmune disease, um, or even just fatigue, brain fog, um, you know, all these other more systemic things. Obviously, we're not going to just like first think of our gut, right? Because we just, we're, we think of that area, what's going on in that area. And the interesting thing about the digestive system is that it's really integral and connected to so many different aspects of our body and our body systems. And you know, there's that, there's the phrase that like all health begins in the gut that was, you know, said many, many years ago. And we're sort of now reconnecting to that. And, and, and I'll talk about why that is. So it makes more sense. And, you know, the first piece when it comes to chronic illness is that 70% of our immune system lies in the area surrounding our gut. And that's the tissue around our gut called the gut-associated lymphoid tissue or GALT. <clears throat> and 70% of our immune system really does lie around that 
area. And it makes sense because our digestive system is like this tube on the inside of our body. And it's the most intimate contact we have with the external world by the things we're eating, the things we're drinking, what we're ingesting. So our immune system wants to be ready to help us fight off any bacteria, pathogens, invaders that we might get in from our food that are going to make us sick. So 70% of our immune system is around there, which is wild. So whenever we think of any kind of chronic illness, we hear so much of it connected to inflammation, which is basically just is an activation of our immune system. It's an immune response. And the hallmarks of inflammation are like, if you get a cut on your hand, you get redness, heat, swelling, and pain. And that's because all these pieces of your immune system, white blood cells, cytokines, all these things have like flooded to this area to help heal. So it's a good thing, this inflammation, this inflammatory response, but long-term chronic inflammation or activation of the immune system has been linked with a lot of different diseases or you know disease states so that can be things like cardiovascular disease you know diabetes metabolic disorder autoimmunity and then sometimes just these vague feelings of inflammation that we get if we feel swollen we feel foggy we feel pain we feel discomfort that can tell us that we have an activation of our immune system so that's just kind of the first part is that when we're really thinking of how this influences it, it interacts with our immune system. There's a lot more detail we can kind of go into as we go along, but that's sort of one of the first um, premises of why it matters. Wonderful. That's really great. So to sort of recap that, um, our gut is really the first defense that we have to the outside world. And it's our most intimate um, connection with the outside world in terms of our body and things, uh, parasites, bacteria, heavy metals, other toxins. Um, and I could see clearly, you know, the connection between um, the response in our gut and inflammation, that immune system response that you're talking about there. So in your practice, just gonna dig into this a little bit more, in your practice, how do you see this play out? Like what are some of um, the symptoms that are more acute around the gut uh, and uh, some symptoms that are a little bit less acute. You mentioned things like fatigue and brain fog as being some way that we could identify um, our, that our gut's not quite working properly or that it's unhealthy or out of balance. Can you talk a little bit more about that so that people can become more aware of those symptoms and say, oh yeah, you know, maybe I have a, an imbalance with my gut? Yeah, definitely. So I think one thing I want to kind of talk about a little to make this more clear is the idea or concept of something called intestinal permeability or leaky gut, which I know that you are aware of. Um, but basically, intestinal permeability is 
is like the more scientific name for it. It will, it will be colloquially called leaky gut. Um, but the idea is that, so in our gut, how we talked about, like you said, it's like the first line of defense. I mean, just as our skin outside is the first line of defense of our immune system, it's the same with the skin on the inside of our body, the gut. So in the case of intestinal permeability or leaky gut, what happens is we have, like you said, we have um, a microbiome in our gut, which basically just means we have an ecosystem of bacteria. We have <clears throat> like one to six pounds of bacteria in our body, um, which is crazy. And they provide, they do so many different functions for us, many of which we have, we're still finding out. Um, but the balance in that ecosystem is really important. And so we want a balance of good and bad bacteria in there. And sometimes if we have an imbalance and we have a big overgrowth of this bad bacteria or parasites, or we have not enough of this good beneficial bacteria, that can cause some issues in the gut. And it can cause localized inflammation in the gut, um, like we were talking about. Um, but it can also, along with a couple other factors, cause this phenomenon of intestinal permeability. And so you can think of our gut, like we talked about, is lined with tissue that's like a pretty thin layer. And we want it to be this semi-permeable membrane. Basically, we want it to be like, um, you know, like bricks in a wall where they're kind of put together and there's only these kind of really small spaces in between, between them that allow nutrients to be absorbed into our bloodstream from the food we eat, but it protects us from bacteria, from food particles that are too large, from parasites, from toxins, you know, from getting into the bloodstream. So what happens in the case of intestinal permeability is a couple different factors like medications, imbalance of good and bad bacteria, um, stress, like antibiotics, you know, that can perpetuate this imbalance, different things can cause these junctions to widen. So the spaces in the skin there are more permeable and our immune system, our first line of defense, like we were talking about, is more easily breached by the things that are coming in from the gut. So that can be food particles that are too big, that haven't been broken down. So it's like different proteins go out. Um, it can be bacteria and toxins and things that aren't meant to get into our bloodstream. And so the immune system that's hanging out right around there freaks out because it's like, whoa, we're not supposed to have these out here. And this immune response gets triggered. So that is the phenomenon of leaky gut. And once this response is triggered, that can, we've seen that research has shown that that's contributed to things like food allergies you know, asthma, eczema, more, you know, chronic illness because of this sort of inflammatory response that's going on that's driven by the gut environment. So if people are, you know, we can definitely look and check in on digestive symptoms. But one important thing too, is that even if you don't have any digestive symptoms like bloating, constipation, gas, heartburn, you still might be dealing with intestinal permeability or you know something going on in the gut if you are experiencing things like chronic autoimmunity uh, you know chronic fatigue migraines food sensitivities a lot of these other systemic things so 
I don't want everyone to think like, oh my God, I, my gut is like so messed up and I can't, you know, is this, is this contributing to what's going on? And it's really just like an awareness of how this interacts with your, your body. So we can definitely talk through more specific gut symptoms and more specific other symptoms as well, but that's just kind of one way to look at it. Mm, I, I really like that. Thank you for that great explanation of uh, the leaky gut uh, or intestinal permeability and uh, what kind of symptoms people could see. And, you know, I think it's, it's definitely, um, you know, I think that at least what I've seen in my practice is that um, my clients and, and people that I've spoken with don't always connect uh, a symptom as being something uh, out of balance with their bodies. So a lot of the things that you're talking about, like migraines, oh, you know, it might just be dismissed. Oh, I've had migraines since I was, you know, 18. And I don't really know what, why that is, but you know, it's just a thing and I live with it and I get medicine for it and hopefully it helps to shorten the duration or yeah, I just have, you know, bloating, my tummy hurts whenever I eat such and such. Um, but I just live with it or yeah, you know, I'm not having bowel movements every day, but it's just, you know, I've always been like that, you know, so it, it there's a lot of, uh, dismissal of the little signs that our body is telling us that something is a little bit out of balance. And I think that considering the amount of uh, environmental toxins in our environment that also can help contribute to the leaky gut phenomena, contribute to the gut dysbiosis, and the antibiotic use that you talked about, and even birth control use, and there's a few other things that really contribute to this imbalance can uh, show up in symptoms. And uh, so, you know, I, I know we don't want to set off an alarm that people need to go and fix something right away, but I love that uh, you're bringing this awareness up uh, for people and that if they think that they have a gut imbalance, maybe they do have migraines, or maybe they do have eczema, or maybe they do have, you know, more uh, specific gut issues. What, where, where should these people start out when they're looking at regaining their gut health? Yeah, definitely. That's a good question. And so good with the, with detoxifying too, right? A lot of th times we think of like a detox and we think, I, I'm, maybe we think of our liver. I think, I don't know, at least I, that's like the first thing I think of. But the gut, the gut, if you're not going to the bathroom regularly, getting waste out, it sits there to reabsorb. So if you're chronically constipated or if you're not absorbing and digesting food fully, that's a big part of um, detoxifying. Yeah, all those different detox pathways. So absolutely. And yeah, with, with the gut, where to start? The number one place to start is to do a little bit of tuning in and figure out what the heck's going on for you is the number one place to start because everyone is so, 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 so different. And what I always have clients do and what I have people do in my Love Your Gut program too, the online program is do a little bit of food and symptom journaling um, or just a tuning in practice. So I, and I can give you a link to that. I have a download for my food and symptom journal I like, but just taking like 
even just like two or three days of jotting down some of the foods you're eating, um, but more importantly, how you're feeling and what your digestive system is doing, what your bowels are doing. So just taking that time because like we're busy, right? And, and I can't remember what I ate yesterday. <laughs> like I generally felt good. I, you know, I don't know, but when I was first seeing a nutritionist way back in the day to troubleshoot a lot of my autoimmune and gut issues, I've had all the gut issues. <laughs> I've done every, everything. And, um, I did a three day food and symptom journal for her. And it was the first time in my life that I realized that I was really bloated after everything I ate. I didn't know that that was a symptom. Like you were saying, I just thought, well, this is just how you feel after you eat your stomach swells up and you feel super uncomfortable after everything. This had been years that was going on for me. And it wasn't until I actually wrote it down, took time to like formally tune into this, that I could start to see a pattern and I could see, oh yeah, that's not just sometimes that happens every day for me. Or I didn't go to the bathroom for three days, you know, and things that you don't necessarily think of when you're not paying attention. So the first piece is awareness. And I know some people like um, writing down food or keeping a journal like that can be kind of triggering or doesn't feel good if you've ever had a history of like dieting or, or just like negative feelings around food. So you don't have to do the journaling. You can uh, tune in, do three times a day, little body check-ins where you just take a second to breathe, like set it on your phone or your calendar and you ask yourself, how am I feeling? What are my symptoms? Where am I holding tension? What's my energy level? Just tune in and write it down because the act of writing it down and not just keeping it in our head is really, really powerful and helpful. So a food and symptom journal or tuning in practice is absolutely the number one place to start. So you can start to get awareness of what are some of your patterns? You know, Do you have a big old energy crash at 2 p.m. every day? Do you, are you constipated, you know, or do you have really bad bloating after every time you eat a certain food? Um, or do all your symptoms just feel like a big old mystery? Just start this process of getting clear. I love that. That's perfect. Um, so just to push it one step further, what should they do once they identify uh, a food uh, related symptom that comes up? Yeah. So I like to look at this through what I, what is called, I didn't make this up, what is called the five R's of digestive health, of gut health. And it really is, because I think a lot of times we, when we think of gut health, we think probiotics, like get me some probiotics um, and like avoid certain foods is what we think. And that's part of it. Um, but to really go through and support your digestive system from top to bottom, from literally like when you look at food, the cephalic part of digestion, all the way down to the bottom is really important. So um, a couple things is if you've done a bit of you know, food and symptom journaling, um, I, and I can talk more about kind of what the five R's are and how I lay that out in my online program. It's kind of what I, I, you know, I lay it out so you can work through it yourself. But um, starting to gain some clarity. So for example, if you are noticing that you're really constipated um, and you have, you, you know, don't go to the bathroom regularly, you get really bloated after you eat, you know, something that contains dairy um, every day um, and you're experiencing some heartburn, 
it gives us clues that we need to support that digestive process from top to bottom. And the thing is, everyone is so different. So there's no one set way, even someone with constipation, right? There are a couple common underlying causes of constipation could be dehydration. Um, it could be imbalance of good and bad bacteria in the gut. It could be you're not getting enough fiber to help stool move along. Um, so we have to figure out these like underlying pieces to be able to know, okay, what's going to make a difference for your constipation versus that person's constipation. Um, so it really does, does make a difference. But I, I think just generally, when we specifically look at food, it's, you know, transitioning to, to more real whole foods and avoiding inflammatory foods like refined sugar and processed foods that our body doesn't know what to do with, that can cause more of that internal inflammation, which can worsen what's going on in the gut. So first and foremost, just to focus towards real whole foods, like that is the biggest thing. From there, it does depend on the person. It's really individual. I, I, common ones I see with digestive issues are um, gluten and dairy are ones to just consider for people if you have digestive issues. It doesn't mean that everyone needs to avoid gluten and dairy always, but they can be inflammatory foods um, and there can be more issues if you have digestive issues. If you find that you have like a lot of irritable, you know, if you have irritable bowel syndrome or if you have a hard time digesting really healthy foods, sometimes just eating warm cooked foods and eating smaller meals and chewing really well, optimizing that digestion from top to bottom is really helpful. Um, because I do see sometimes when we're like, okay, I have all these digestive issues, but I want to eat healthy. So I'm just going to eat a big plate of raw veggies and like the more the merrier. And then you feel even worse. And it's like, oh no. So I do, you know, sometimes it, it is, it's really troubleshooting the individual, but yeah, sometimes, you know, warm, warm cooked foods, easier to digest foods. Um, and in my Love Your Gut program, I take people through how to do a basic elimination diet of the top seven food sensitivities. So I talk through those in more detail. Um, and, you know, depending on where you're at, you know, if you're just trying to eat real whole foods or kick a sugar craving, that's where you'd want to hang out more. If you want to take it further, a uh, basic elimination diet. From, for anywhere from like two to four weeks, depending on what's going on for you, can be a really good tool to kind of clear the slate and um, take away some of these more irritating or inflammatory foods, flood your body with good nutrient-dense foods that you can digest, and then see where you're at. I love that. I think those are great places to start, and I'm such a fan of the five R's. Um, so just to sum up, uh, what people could start doing right away. Uh, first, just having that food and symptom journal. Uh, I love that. And I've done that a number of times myself. Um, but I do love your uh, alternative as well, just tuning in a few times a day to see where your body's at. Because, you know, a number of people... Um, do have some food issues, relationship issues with food. And so this could help um, avoid those triggers. And you mentioned um, going towards real foods, not processed foods, lose the sugar as well. Um, and also you mentioned, and I think this is so important, warm cooked foods. You know, it You'd mentioned, yeah, eating a whole bowl or plate of raw veggies 
Um, sounds like a really good idea, but when your gut is irritated or inflamed, it could, it could hurt. It could really cause more problems. And so that's a wonderful tip as well. And if they want to go a step further, doing a basic elimination diet. So you're kind of, you know, the first R, just removing some of those triggers, some of the inflammation. And, you know, this is a wonderful process. I've been through a number of elimination diets myself to you know, try to hone that in a little bit, what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And as you pointed out, everyone is going to be different. And it's really important for people to just become more aware of food and how it affects your body. So I, I love everything that you just said. It's wonderful. Um, now you did mention your Love Your Gut program which I love, and I know that it's just newly launched, so it's brand new, just out there. And can you tell our listeners how they can register for this program and maybe tell them a little bit more about the program? What's the structure of it? How, how long is it for? Uh, things of that sort. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is a new one, and I'm so excited about it because I've been doing this work of coaching women with, with chronic illness and chronic digestive issues for a while now. And I was seeing, working with hundreds of women, like over and over the same things that were making a big difference for people and the things that weren't making as much of a difference. And, and digestive health and supporting the gut is one of those really foundational things. And like we talked about at the beginning, don't often think about it as like a really foundational thing. Um, and so what I wanted to do was to put, you know, some easy teachings together for people so they can go through that online. It's totally online program, totally self-paced. You have access to all the modules right up front and, you know, the meal plans and guides and handouts and expert interviews so that you can just work through it in a way that feels good for you. That's super important to me is like being able to tailor it to yourself. So what I did was, was structured in this way. So we have four modules, but we, we go through these, this five R process. And so the first one is really diving deep into a little bit more of what we talked about today at the beginning, like why gut health matters in a couple different areas. Um, and then we do like a magic school bus through the digestive system pretty much to be like, well, what's going on from top to bottom? Because I keep saying this top to bottom digesting or digest digestion, but it, you know, we are what we eat, but we really are what we absorb. And so you can be eating a perfect diet. I have tons of clients that are like, I'm eating the most amazing clean diet in the world and I'm still not feeling better. What's going on? A lot of times it's what is your gut digesting and absorbing? So we, we talk through you know, what happens when you look at food, when you chew your food, your stomach acid, your pancreatic enzymes, how you digest proteins and fats, how you eliminate, how you absorb in the small intestine, all of this. So you can have a clear idea yourself of what's going on because there's so many, for me, like, you know, like you, I've done all the, the elimination diets, all the things in this like 15 year autoimmune health journey, but a protocol that's just like, okay, here, do this and don't eat this. That was never helpful for me. I mean, it was helpful maybe a little bit, but I need to know the why. And so I really wanted to empower people 
to just know the why and to learn a little bit in a really easy, to, you know, easy to digest way, like how, how this works. Um, so the modules are really short. They're just like little snippets that you kind of listen to, you absorb that information, and then you can apply it to yourself. So we go through how to food and symptom journal in a way more depth, what that looks like, what to look for with stools and digestion and all that fun stuff. And, and then in module four, we go through each of those five R's, which is remove, replace, re-inoculate, re uh, rebalance, or repair, rebalance. And so we kind of go through what that means, what that looks like, and little things you can do to bring that in. And we have meal plans, elimination diet guides, some handouts, trainings on how to avoid sugar, kick sugar cravings, um, and a couple awesome guest expert interviews from some naturopaths that I collaborate with um, that just give a little bit more information about troubleshooting gut infections, other things that depending on where you're at. So totally self-paced. You can do it all in your own time. It gives you all the tools. I just, I never like to give only quick fixes. I'm like, cool, let's do some quick fixes and then let's really get to the meat of this. So, and give you some, some good tools. So yeah, it's available now and you can find it at my website, which is christinatidwell.com forward slash love your gut. You can just head there and you can enroll um, in that now. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'll be sure to add that link in the show notes today. And I'm just so happy that you were able to spend some time with us today because it's such an important part. It's uh, near and dear to my heart when it comes to healing our body. Uh, it includes all of our body, including our gut. Um, and again, this is such an important piece before embarking on any kind of detox program. It's really important to make sure that your gut is happy, healthy, and balanced. And um, just thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. I love all the work you're doing. And more and more, yeah, we're seeing that that toxic load from the environment is, is affecting our body so much when it comes to supporting our liver, supporting your gut. And it's kind of all intertwined. So it's just, yeah, taking inventory of where you're at and kind of doing these little steps, you know, to support it. But thank you so much for having me. And I love, 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 love everything you're doing and putting out there too. Thank you, Christina. Thank you for listening to this episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. I just wanted to jump on with a special offer that's good until the end of this year. That is, this offer is valid only for people who sign up with me before the end of the day on December 31st. For this limited time, I'm offering 20% off my four-month Vibrant Health one-on-one -on -one coaching program. This is a huge savings, folks. And the reason why I'm doing this is to encourage you to start getting your health back now. Start healing your body right now. Your body doesn't want you to wait any longer. And oftentimes during the holiday season, we spend um, you know, just a bit too much time 
uh, eating and overeating and statistics show that we tend to gain between five and ten pounds over the holidays and that just puts you uh, so much further behind than where you want to get to today and that's just not with weight gain but it could be with increased inflammation and if you have an autoimmune condition or a chronic health condition this is not the way you want to start the new year and the new decade so please check out my link below you'll see a way to book a discovery call with me to find out how we can work together and see if you're ready to jumpstart your health before the new year for a 20 percent discount check it out